Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Hey, Lit Sisters. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. How are you doing, Mad? You are somewhere not not normal for you you're right i am in an abnormal look um i'm not home i'm not with you those are usually the two places i always am Mm -hmm. um currently on an extended family vacay with my husband's family um and i'm we're recording this at night (laughs) oh well and i am they're outside at a campfire and i am inside hoping that they don't come inside and hear us recording (laughs) well if they do, oh well. <laughs> oh well. But I feel like this, what we're going to be talking about today is perfect for even like where you are at right now. Like on a camping trip, family time, you got to mm-hmm. pack some good books. <laughs> yeah, so um, today we are um, going to, we, we were inspired by what I thought was really cool, which was the Biblio Lifestyles Summer Reading Guide which has a bunch of various different books of different genres, as well as paired with like some fun reading tips, um, TBR stuff, and like some like drink like recipes, which I thought was really cool. Um, so we're kind of going to talk about a few of the books brought up various different genres of books to read for the summertime. Um, so I'm really excited about this because I really feel like I'm hitting this lull of books that sound good to me right now. So I I need to find some good ones. Yeah, you'll be able to find some. As a person who feels free to read any book that comes my way, I and why is that again? I need to catch up because I finished my mask. Excuse me, I have the worst hiccups ever. I've had them for like hours, not hours, maybe like two hours. So sometimes they come and go. So if I just stop talking all of a sudden, that's because I'm hiccuping. But I finally finished the whites. Oh my goodness, The Wise Man's Fear by Patrick Rothfuss. And that book was like literally like six pages, six pages short of a thousand pages. Oh and my gosh. N- now all of my beautiful book of the months are staring at me and are saying, Haley, you're way behind. We need to catch up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but definitely some of these some of these books on Biblio Lifestyle are catching my eye as well. So I'm going to have to add them to my TBR. But who knows when I'll get around to them. So no, this is really good for you because you've been pumping stuff out like nobody's business. So I'm wondering if, you know, which ones out of these books have caught your eye? I know. I'm very excited as well. So Haley and I, the way we did this is there's eight categories. We split them between the two of us. So Haley's going to share on four books from the categories that sound good to her. And I'm going to share four books from each category. So it's one book per category. Just really stuck at us from all the different categories. Um, and if more about the lifestyle, you can always subscribe to their newsletter. Check out all their various different book lists, which I really And I'm going to take a deeper dive into it's a pdf so you can like print it out too if you really want to and like bind it it'd be so fun maybe I should. that's a great idea 
Anyway, um, Haley, you were the first to have a category. Would you like to share your first category and your first book pick? Definitely. So starting off with, I would say the most common genre is literary fiction, which I feel like is like a good overall basis, like gen- general, general book, general book genre. Um, that it's just gonna encompass a few different things. It's pretty broad, but I love that they threw in the word literary because some of the books that were in this um, category that they listed felt maybe like more contem- excuse me, contemporary fiction or I don't know. This felt all over the place to me. So the one that stood out to me, it actually says under each of the categories, it gives like a little um, snip snippet of what they mean by that genre so it says novels that are more character driven and less focused on plot um Mm. which is really a really great way to describe literary fiction very character driven very relationship and just kind of how um people uh interact with one another um so the one that stood out to me out of them all was actually one called second place by rachel cusk um and it says this a woman invites a famous artist to use her guest house in the remote coastal landscape where she lives with her family. Powerfully drawn to his painting, she believes his vision might penetrate the mystery at the center of her life, but his provocative presence itself becomes an enigma and disrupts the calm of her seclu- excuse me, secluded household. I thought that sounded really unique, super interesting, and mm-hmm. very, very Yes, it does sound very literary because you're obviously know that the relationship is going to, like the the whole story is based on the characters, the the, per, the main character and then her house guest person and how that strange relationship like impacts each other a hundred percent. Hmm. Like I said, some of the other ones felt maybe they could fit in different genres, but this one felt very much literary fiction to me. I got like. AP lit vibes. So, and the cover oh, looks very, vibes. very abstract cover, very like classic kind of like book you would find on a bookshelf that you're like, oh, I wonder when this was written kind of like cover. So mm-hmm. getting all the literary vibes from this book. Ugh, I love the literary vibes. So I can't wait to get more on those ones, but that one sounds really good. And I'm glad that you chose one that said a little bit more actually literary fiction than just like uh, like, you know, like contemporary fiction that sometimes tries to pass itself as literary fiction. Yeah, we've had those discussions before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to get those hiccups under control. <laughs> Telling you, just just keep going and maybe oh, they will pass. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I will be talking about historical fiction, obviously. So I chose the book Love and Fury by Samantha Silva, um, which comes out May 25th. So it's already out. Um, and it says re- it reconstructs the life of Mary Wollstonecraft Godwin, who was the mother of Frankenstein author Mary Shelley. The novel opens up with Godwin delivering her second child, Mary, and she dies days after giving birth. The perspective we get then, the perspective we then get is one of a dying mother recounting her life story to her infant. So, like literally, the story is her telling Mary Shelley as a baby, as a newborn about her life as she knows she is dying and if that is not like the most morbid melancholy 
picturesque idea of sacrificial death, then I don't know what is. I mean, there are other things. But, like, I just read that and I was like, you know what? That is exactly what, like, I feel like that's, like, the kind of sad things I think about all the time. Like, what if this happened to me? What would I do? Oh, yeah, I would love to recount my life story my child. And, like, I just, I don't know. It just sounded interesting because she will never be able to get to know her mom. And, obviously, this is based on um, some truth. And so I just think it's interesting to imagine what her mother would have done, who is also a storyteller, you know? Yeah, that is heart-wrenching. Oh, my goodness. Of course, you would find the one, like, super sad life story, you know, epic historical novel and the list of, like, four or five that they listed. So I'm not surprised that's the one you picked. (laughs) That's just just who I am, you know? Sad. Mm. (laughs) You're definitely not sad. (laughs) No. I just, the sad stuff intrigues me. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting to be able to like tap into mm-hmm. that perspective some sometimes. But we talked about it before, if only you're in a positive place yourself because if you're not and you'd read something sad it can be pretty oh, damaging. It's got to be so. the opposite emotion. Mm-hmm. Got to be. Well, this next genre I don't even think is a real genre, but it's kind of like the extended fiction but focused a lot on um, I'm having all the issues over here, you guys. Um, <laughs> it's only 1030 at night. Oh, gosh. Um, this is about family and friendship. It says these books are very different, but the common thread is the highs, lows, and complications Not associated with these relations. I know. I was like, this is just fiction extended, and they're trying to, like, have it not say fiction again. Um, but I picked one that was a little more on the humorous side and I've actually, um, there's a few books on these lists that you and I, Matt, have already talked about or highlighted before, um, or books that I have kind of already been, um, like I've kind of seen. And so I didn't really want to talk about those, but this one we personally haven't talked about, but I have seen it around is The Gunkle by Steve Rowley. Um, have you heard of this one? Yes. It says a one looks- famous. Doesn't it? So the reason I picked this one is because it's got family and friendship relationship, obviously, but also okay. the humor. Humor, hear me, hear Got to throw some of that stuff in besides your like melancholy, sad family drama. So. So it says a once famous gay sitcom star is four years out of the limelight and living in Palm. Palm Springs, California. An unexpected family tragedy occurs and leaves him with his niece and nephew for the summer. We see him navigate his grief and responsibilities for the children along with his comeback. So, gunkle, gay uncle. Um, I don't even think that's a real word, Mm -hmm. but if it is, that's hilarious. Um, But I've seen this one around, but it just sounds hilarious. It sounds funny. It sounds very focused on the family family dynamic and relationship and just trying to like find healing in grief and situations together in like a positive fun way so I just wanted to highlight that one yeah I think that one sounds and I love the cover too because it's like the uncle and he's like in like a moo moo 
carrying like a yes. cocktail with the, his like niece and nephew trailing behind him. It's cartoons and it looks like on the side of a pool or something, just walking. I think it looks so cute. Wait, did you just say something with a cartoon on it looked cute? Okay, they look characters. they look like boxier, you know. They don't look like real like humans. Yeah, I they gotcha. look like a like a TV show. Yeah, that's fair. Thank you. <laughs> but you know, you know, I've branched out. I'll read a cartoon book once. Which? That's true. That was cartoon. That doesn't anyway. have people on it, does it? Yes, it does. I just read it. Those oh, people. hardly, hardly. Whatever. Okay, okay. continue. Next. Anyway, genre. for memoir, one of my favorite genres. Oh, sorry, not memoir. Sorry, nonfiction books. But this is a memoir, and I've seen the cover, but I didn't know what it was about. It's called "Somebody's Daughter" by Ashley C. Ford. Comes out. It came out June first. It says a powerful memoir about having to grow up with an incarcerated father. Ford returned. 1990s Fort Wayne, Indiana, where she lived with her mother and grandmother. The narrative unfolds with tales of her childhood misadventures with her brother, frequent library visits, days spent anywhere but home, and her search for unconditional love. I feel like that is just like um, story. Like, I have no one person in my life who had a situation to this, but I never really talked to her about it. Being the this um, in the perspective of having to understand what living life knowing that your parent is really interesting, especially because it seems like it happens when she's really little to see kind of perceives that as a child. That would be really hard to handle, like very hard. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that sounds like she tried to like make the most of it and like spin it positively so that's interesting that's mm-hmm. very very interesting of course you all again picking something a little more on the little more sad serious. emotional side um oh, i lucked out to get mystery and thriller genre oh you were uh, so lucky if you live for the thrill, can't get enough of those plot twists. These books are just for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have not heard of this book at all. Um, but I am very intrigued by it. Let's see if you are also intrigued. The Photographer by Mary Dixie Carter. A much sought after photographer of children's parties among the New York City's elite. When hired for an event, she finds herself wishing she wasn't behind the lens, but a part of the scene and obsessed with their life. Using her manipulative skills and a timely offer to babysit, she discovers secrets that she plans to leverage to her advantage to live the life she wants. Hmm. Interesting. I know. Very out of left field. Yes, it does seem like that. It's it's not like I mean multiple of the multiple of the like recommendations was this girl goes missing, then she comes back. Is it really the same girl or like so and so's like husband died? What I was just gonna stuff like that is always very interesting to me. No, it's super interesting. I mean, there's multiple of them on here. One of them, for example, local woman missing by Mary mm. Kubica. I that looks. Mm-hmm. It looks super, super good. But I thought when I read the photographer, I was like, huh, 
kind of sounds more psychological, a little bit more of like that manipulative, like um, kind of like sneaky. I don't know how to describe it. It just it just seems fun in a and thrillery in a different way. And so I mm-hmm. thought, hey, why not highlight that one instead? Yeah, I think that that one sounds really good. And looking the the cover seems interesting as well. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like a whole old like um Haddock's books or um Yes, it does. Makes... The Margaret Peterson Haddock's books yes. it really gives that vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. Man, yes, I love it those does. books. I know they're so good. I know. All right, I'm got. I was given sci-fi fantasy, which, um, you know, I don't read a ton of those books, but I have heard such good things about this book. So it's The Chosen and the Beautiful by Nive. It is. It came out June first, and it is a retelling of The Great Gatsby, but in like a sci-fi fantasy way. Um, I think it's more sci-fi. So it says a fan- or more fantasy. It says a fantastical, magic-filled reimagining of the Great Gatsby. It's in Daisy. Tom Buchanan. She sets Jordan up with her cousin Nick Carraway. Jay Gatsby sets his eyes on Nick as well, and Gatsby's reemergence in her life, a coming-of-age of magic, mystery, and entangled lives. Keep the magic out of there, and it sounds like the description of the Great Gatsby, one hundred percent. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think they're just trying to throw in an element to make it a little more special, a little mm-hmm. more. How can we put our own twist on it? And and I love that that's the one you picked because it's like taking like a classic piece of literary fiction and throwing a sci-fi twist on it. It's not like um, this other world is created yeah. in aliens and stuff like that. It's like, hey, let's see what we can do here. You yeah, know what it's, I mean? like, it's like, let's take an already familiar story and kind of switch it up so you're not having to learn about all the different characters and stuff already, but let's see in a totally different world. Hey, it's kind of... Don't say it's kind of like Name of the Wind. No. It's kind of like the Lunar Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Your copy and reread them. Uh, for sure. You just have to check them out. Mm-hmm. Ready? From my library. All right. Okay, so my last genre, which I think worked out great because it's a genre you don't read that much. Romance. That's true. Mm -hmm. You'll find meet cutes, hate to love, friends to lovers. They'll make you laugh, cry, feel good, and hopeful. And I will say I picked something that I had not heard of before. Again, um, two books that are very popular, People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry and Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren are the top two that are listed here. But I dug in a little bit deeper. I found something else that I said, hey, let's bring this to attention. This is called Pack Up the Moon by Kristen Higgins. And it goes like this. A newly married couple is wildly in love. What? I thought you were going to sing for a second. And it goes like this. Oh, song. song. <laughs> <laughs> in love, and then the wife is diagnosed with a terminal illness. Ooh. Determined to leave a bit of herself with her husband after she's gone, she writes letters to him with to-do lists and leaves them with her best friend to send to him each month after her death. As his grief makes room for laughter and new relationships, we see the path to happiness. It doesn't follow a straight line. 
P.S. I love you, kind of. I know. It's kind of like P.S. I love you. Yeah. But also, like, unwinding of the miracle. Yes. But also, like, in five years. There's so many feels in this. And it sounds so stinking cute. And I love a good to-do list. Haley, so you chose, sign me up. You chose a sad one. You chose a sad one. I thought you were the, the happy-go-lucky one. No, I'm the sad, serious one. Well, we already talked about people we meet on vacation and the soulmate equation. So I wanted to highlight something else. Yeah, and some of the other ones were like, some of the other ones were very much like the same story of like, this person is like taking over the family business, but then the person who's coming in after them, they start to have romantic feelings to trying to like, buy off their property or you know stuff like that where it's like you know what there's like two or, i know two or three of those the classic hallmark. I, I know but then when i read pack up the moon i thought oh my word that is like a breath of fresh air and that sounds awesome so definitely adding some of these to my tbr for realsies all right and then the final genre in the final book is actually don't really read much anymore but i would probably read this one um so i uh picked out luck of the Ti- luck of the titanic by stacy lee wait Anyone what genre is it it's ya oh yes so i sorry i forgot to say i don't read ya very much anymore so but anyone who knows me knows that i what Haley, what what do people know about me you love anything Oh, oh, oh. Is it in regard to Titanic? Yes. Every year, the night before you would go to school or school would start, you'd watch Titanic. Yes, and that is and why. Do you know the reason? It, it probably because it happened once randomly and you decided this is a new tradition I have to do every no. year. Well, first of all, everyone who knows me knows I love Titanic. I'm very obsessed with it. I think it's a great movie and I think it's an intriguing historical event. The reason I would watch it is because I this for like summer to end and school to start and I wanted to cry about it, but I would use Titanic to cry. So I could pent up all, like give out all my pent up feelings and my tears. Pretend the movie was sad, but really it was both. Mm-hmm. All right, so Val is boarding that Titanic to find her twin brother, Jamie. When turned away, despite her ticket, she uses her acrobat skills and climbs aboard. Which, I don't know if she's doing, like, some sort of, like, round off or, like, triple back handspring and, like, sticks the landing. And that's how, how she that does it. How is that even, like, possible? Because, like, the Titanic was so tall. I literally don't even know. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I actually do want to know. But then but how would her confused. brother get on? But she doesn't. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, I don't know why they turn her away. It's confusing. Anyway, she intends to meet the partial owner of the Ringling Brothers Circus, convinced this would be the sibling's opportunity to go big time in New York, but forces are working against them. So it seems like that would be really interesting, and it just seems like it's more YA because of their age and not necessarily, like, the 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 storyline. Yeah, like, for sure. It just, it, you could have done this with adults, and it probably would have worked out fine as well. So that's why I think it interests me, plus also Titanic. Yeah, I can totally see that. And I think for me with the, like, I wonder how in-depth the stories would go with, like, the historic elements of the Titanic. And, like, Mm -hmm. because I'm pretty sure, like, Ringling Brothers 
was one of those guys like on the Titanic for real or no? Um, it they could have been. I feel like one. I think I thought it was maybe like a Barnum person. Like I feel like there actually was something like that, but I do not remember. I'm not. But like, it's just so interesting that that's like a part of the. Um, if that is true, part of the history that they plucked out for the writing of the story. But if it's not true, that's a really interesting, like, kind of random twist of events to throw yeah. into the story. Combine gymnastics yeah, and mechanic, and bam. Yeah. So there's got to be some we, we like, historic <laughs> connection. I don't know. Otherwise, it's like. Yeah, super random. Well, anyway, those are just a, a really small snippet of what Biblio Lifestyle has in their summer reading guide. I'd really recommend you guys all looking at it. All those books sound really interesting, as well as the others. And I'm kind of feeling a little bit of hope for what is to come for my summer reading. Well, trust me. I recommend you quite a few things. And I know a series that definitely could oh, whatever. some time. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you got at least like 1500 or more pages available for you so why well, thank me you know. thank you very much so speaking well, of reading what are you reading right what now? are you reading what <laughs> you go first okay i'll go first so i'm currently reading the book of longings by sue monk kid um i'm kind of like giving it a trial run i'm not entirely sure how i feel about the storyline um, I like read, I actually decided to read her author's note before I started the book because it has, it's about, um, if Jesus had a wife and like, it's like the historical Jesus, if he historically had had a wife and like the story of his wife. And at first I was like, that's not like what it says in the Bible though. Like, that's not like anything I've ever known. But then like reading her author's note is very interesting because she said like, like, yes, it is never – she was like, in my research, like, yes, it never says in the Bible that Jesus was married, but it also says that he wasn't. And considering that he was a man during that time period, he most likely would have been persuaded. He would have – if he hadn't, you know, he would – like him, would have gotten married. So she's kind of, like, playing with the fact that there isn't any information. Have a little bit of creative liberty. And she uses, she said, more of a historical Jesus versus a theological Jesus. So looking at him more as a human being. So, like, I think that all yeah. things a little for me because it's just, like, first I was just like, that just seems crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very, very into our family vacation has been very packed full of things. And I thought I'd have more time to read, but I haven't. So I'm going to give it this trial run. If at any point I'm just like, mm, I don't know how I feel about it. But I'm giving it like a let's just see what it happens. But I am I love reading books based in that time period, like biblical times in like Jerusalem, that kind of stuff. Haley and I read a really good series that time, and so it's giving me those vibes again. It's making me want to read Mark of the Lion again. Um, so, but so far I like the style of it a lot. That's interesting. I really like the author's note there as well. I feel like that's always helpful to kind of get into the mind of an author especially if it's something maybe a little more controversial or something that could spark some conversation um, so that you know exactly where they're coming from. And I appreciate the clarification of like the historical versus theological because mm-hmm. it could just be, but then I, but then I think to myself, why have like Jesus as the main character when 
if you're just focusing on like a historical person in that gen- general uh, time frame, you could have done like a disciple. I think it is probably for the wow factor. Like I think I think you're right. Like she could have used like a disciple, but it's probably for like the wow factor and the controversial yeah, factor. Probably. And maybe because he had such influence, like it would be interesting to see what his like right hand woman uh, would um how it would how she would handle that. So Yeah. Interesting. It'll be very interesting. Yeah. I'm intrigued to hear what you think about it. Um, yeah. So what are you reading, Haley? Yeah, I'm reading The Prophets by Robert Jones Jr. Finally. Okay. I'm going to pick it up. I'm reading it as of the release of this episode. Um, <laughs> I can't tell you what I think of it yet because I have not yet cracked it open as of right this second. Mm-hmm. But that is literally the next on my list. I'm really hoping to pump out like two or three more books before the end of this month because I have been so behind. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really hoping that at least I can get the profits done and then maybe arsenic and adobo because I feel like that's going to be a really fast read. Um, And then I'm really hoping in the month of July to read a ton of book of the months. Like watch out. I'm going hard. I'm going to town on book of the months. Sorry, the library. I'm I'm going to hold for a second. Sorry, the library. Got All right, quite well, I'm a few very, I have to do here. I'm very excited for you to plunge back into the world of 300 or 400 page books um, and get some solid reading. Me too. Oh, it's going to feel great. All right. The, sorry if there's any sort of like sound issues. I'm like in a place that doesn't have the best connection. So we did our best that we could to get you guys an episode this week. Um, is thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you're going to be reading this summer and give us all of your recommendations. Um, anything else you want to say before we sign off, sis? Don't forget to share the episode. Let people know what you're thinking about reading. Um, I don't know. Just just share, let's this like, comment, subscribe, all those things. Um, and we are excited to see what um, the summer is going to bring in regard to reading. It's officially summer, everybody. It is officially (laughs) summer. So welcome to the summer months. All right. Thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages.